You're listening to The Daily Lunch on RNIV Connect Radio. Jill and Marina here with you. Not long to go now, Marina. Uh, But we've got time for the 10 things we didn't know this time last week. And uh, we're starting off, as we always do, with number 10. Number 10. 60% of Italians believe that the Queen is one of the biggest lures to a holiday in the UK. My goodness. Now, you're from Russia. Would um, the royal family here be a big lure for you if you were coming to visit? Uh, probably not for me, but for many other people who've never been to the UK, it's, it is a thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be nice to see the Queen and the royal family. Yeah, what about yourself, Vlad? Is, is the it would be, yeah, I watched the royal wedding on TV from Romania. <laughs> oh, there you go. I think we take it for granted a lot. I mean, you you talk to Americans and they would love to have a royal family. They just think that having a royal family is amazing. I know many countries do have a royal family, but many don't. So, um, yeah, I think we take it for granted, really. But uh, yeah, I, can, I can see that. Okay, number yeah. nine. Women have a higher risk of suffering from anxiety. No wonder we've got to put up with men. (laughs) That's a good one. I agree with you. I think women put themselves under a lot of pressure. Um, Unnecessary pressure. I mean, I know that's a sweeping statement, but I think as women, we want, uh, you know, nine times out of ten, I think a lot of women have to deal with you know, looking after family, maybe a job as well, um, sorting out the the household, all the kind of traditional things plus a job because women, you know, want to go out and have a career now, but they've still got all the kind of traditional roles that they've got to fulfill at home as well. Yeah, but nowadays it's more or less equal, at least in Europe. So I see that men are trying to kind of help in a way, trying to help with dishes and cooking and all this kind of stuff. And it's not embarrassing for them. No, I mean, I have to admit, my husband's great. We we cook together. We, uh, you know, for us, that's our kind of chatting at night and finding out about each other's day and we enjoy cooking together uh, he will do the dishes sometimes sometimes I do you know we share the responsibilities around there's the only thing I do get him to do is the hoovering I hate hoovering <laughs> um but uh but no I mean I think uh you know a lot a, a lot met a lot of men are becoming a bit more metrosexual um but I do think that um, in my case anyway sometimes I like to do the extra things because I feel I want to do them right. That sounds mm. terrible, but <laughs> you know what I mean? You just want them your way. That's yes. perfectly fine. Yes, absolutely. Okay, number eight. Number eight. Cumbria is the UK's best county to bring up a child. I've never been there. Cumbria? Yes. Hmm. I wonder well, why. Cumbria's down kind of near the Scottish borders. Yeah. So you go through Cumbria if you're driving down south to England. Have you ever been down south to England, like driving? Uh we traveled about five years ago. My mom, my sister and I, we traveled from Edinburgh to the Isle of Skye and then up to London. So, yeah. So if you've been to London on the road, then you would have been through Cumbria. So yeah, there but, you but, go. Uh, but Yeah, but I don't think that counts because we, we, <laughs> we never stopped. We just passed through and I didn't even know it's Cumbria. <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. But that's interesting. I wonder how they come up with those statistics, uh, you know, and why it's it's Cumbria. Okay, number seven. England has the world's highest proportion of people very interested in football, which is about 31%. My goodness. Highest proportion. Yeah, that's. I, I'm surprised it's as low as 31%, actually. 
because you know I know um, I know that that traditionally uh, football was a very kind of man's sport uh, way back when, but now there's you know a lot of women are into football as well, just as much as their partners. I mean, I know that that if um, my husband's team are playing, you know, I'll always support the team, and you know, have we kind of uh occasions round at the house where you know he's got another friend that supports this Manchester team as well so mm. you know we'll have a lunch and we'll watch the football and and it's not that I mean god I'd rather watch the soaps <laughs> I'd rather be out shopping but I would do it to support him and I enjoy it uh but I think a lot of women are more into football yeah but actually sometimes it's even more fun to support the other team because like when your partner is for one team and you're for the other it's I don't know. Somehow it's more exciting. Yeah, I know what you mean. I was I was supporting Romania for the Euros because of our Vlad here. Yes. Yep, there you go. Friday, I was go Romania. I was team Romania all the way. So uh, very excited when they scored their first goal and then unfortunately didn't win. But uh, you never know. They might do better next time. <laughs> let's, hope, let's hope for the best. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, what's number six this week? Women spend almost six months of their working life deciding what to wear. Is that all? 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 Six months? I don't believe it. Uh, I would have thought it would actually be more. <laughs> <laughs> Because I know what I'm like in the morning. And you know something? It's not that I'm wearing anything particularly fantastic. It's just actually what to wear on that particular day because I'm thinking of all eventualities yeah but what if it rains uh, you know and I'm checking my phone and I'm thinking right well that's fine but what if I get cold or what if the air con's on in the office and you know it's kind of above my shoulder and I get cold or what if I get too hot and I agonize over it and it's not because you know I'm thinking I want to wear the right thing look wise I'm thinking I want to wear the right thing so that I'm not cold or too hot Yeah, well, it really depends on what kind of deciding we are talking about because I'm deciding that when I, I go to bed and I think about the next day. So I don't really count it as deciding what to wear because anyways, I'm going to sleep. But if they mean that they stand in front of clothes and just deciding what to wear, so that's a different thing. Mm. Yeah, w with me, I mean, my husband goes mad at me, he really does, because he'll say to me, you know, pick two outfits the night before. Two, you know, for both eventualities, I want you to think of two outfits that you're going to wear. And I'll say, yeah, 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 I will, I will, I will. But, you know, what he doesn't depend, or what he doesn't realize is that it, it's very much dependent on how I feel that day. You know how you wake up and sometimes you're having a fat day, sometimes you're having a thin <laughs> day, sometimes you're having a, you know, I feel bloated with water. It, it just depends on how I feel. And so what I maybe think of the night before is maybe not what I feel like wearing the day the next day okay okay i ha I have to agree with you I, ha so, i feel this way too yep so can you see what i mean why i think only six months <laughs> yes now i see what you mean i have to admit it i bet vlad is sitting behind me with his eyeballs firmly fixed to the ceiling <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's hard to have a man in the studio oh no well actually he's a very metrosexual man i think he gets it i think he does get it anyway uh What is number five this week? Worldwide, we are spending 9% less time on social media apps than a year ago. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. We're spending less time. Do you know, it's funny. I wonder what else are we doing then? Well, I don't know. Um, I know that uh, I have resisted social media. I've been on Twitter for years, but I resisted Facebook only up until last November. 
And then I decided, right, I'll do it. But I did it very reluctantly. So actually, I've joined Facebook. <laughs> um, and now I think, gosh, why wasn't I on this years ago? And then I get jealous because people have got memories to share and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a full year yet. But um, I find it quite... You know, I, th I find it more interesting than I ever thought I, w I would. Actually, yeah, it's not that bad. And for me, an excuse is that I live far away from home. So I actually I have to follow my friends and see what they're up to. And my family can see what I'm doing. So that's a very, very good way of communicating nowadays. Very much so. But, you know, my sister has lived abroad for 10 years. And it was always a great way for me to keep up with the children. Oh, yeah. You know, my nieces and nephews. Um, but I always did it through my husband's Facebook. I mean, I was just so not interested. But now I think, oh, my goodness, where have I, where have I been? <laughs> what planet have I been on? Um, okay, number four. Long, hot summers playing out in the street and buying penny sweets top of the list of our favorite childhood memories. Do you know something? I really have to agree with that. I remember when I was a child, the summers always seemed hot and warm you know not like the summers nowadays which can be so changeable as uh, uh, today's a prime example we've had beautiful weather uh, up here in Scotland certainly and then you know it, it's back to rain and being cold um but I always remember the summers being really hot and playing outside with my friends and yeah ice cream vans and things like that and uh, yeah I can, I can get that what was it like in, in Russia? Actually, pretty much the same. I think that's amazing that people from different countries, different generations had the same childhood. We were playing outside the whole day and buying, actually buying junk food. And our, well, we were not allowed to buy this kind of food, but still we did. Yeah, exactly. You'd sneak kind of to MP yeah. and go buy a 10p mix-up. I'm pretty mix sure every, everyone did it. <laughs> but, you know, I also think that, the you know, kids have, have too much access now to iPads, iPhones, uh, computer consoles, you know, it's, there's so much to keep children occupied inside the house now. I know from watching my nieces and nephews and I think, oh my goodness, get outside and play. And yet, because they live in an extremely hot country, in the summer, they can't go out and play. It's too hot, 50 degrees outside. So they are, they're stuck inside um, with only their computer games and, you know, their toys to play with. Yeah, but in many ways, these iPads can actually help to educate them, which is good yeah, too. Yeah, oh, definitely. Absolutely. Okay, uh, number three. The average American goes 10 pin bowling two, 230 times in their life. Oh, my goodness. Do you know, I used to, I went through a wee phase of, you know, when I was in my early 20s, going bowling with my friends, and it was fun. But, you know, I t take the odds, you know, if I'm babysitting kids now, I'll maybe take them bowling or... But I can't imagine being an adult and wanting to go bowling. Uh, I've only now. done it twice. <laughs> yeah. That's you know pretty what, bad. <laughs> do you know what I really hated about bowling when I was younger? You never ever, when I was younger, saw me in flat shoes. I was always in heels. Always, always. <laughs> I wear flat shoes now, occasionally. Um, but, you know, even today, you know, I've got kind of sandals on but there's a little wedge on them. They're quite low, but, you know, I, I love my heels. Um... And I used to get really kind of like, oh, my goodness, you know, th these shoes are so unflattering <laughs> and they're flat. Uh, and that was one of the reasons I did That's so vain, isn't it? It's dreadful. Yeah, but everyone was wearing the same, so I didn't mind. Really. <laughs> <laughs> OK, number two. Oh, this is a good one, actually. Swiper's thumb is a new medical condition. 
Do you know, swiper's thumb, I actually thought was going to be some kind of something like kind of tennis elbow, that it would be pain or a burning sensation or, uh, you know, from over swiping on the thumb. Thanks to our Vlad here, um, we found out that, that swiper's thumb is actually using your smartphone too much, like swiping too much. But one thumb is bigger or one digit is bigger than the rest. That's amazing. I actually checked my thumbs. I think I'm fine. <laughs> Do you know something? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do some thumb measurements now and finger measurements. You guys also should check it. Yes, yes. Check your thumbs at home. Let us know if you have swipers. Th- Imagine being diagnosed with that. Actually, I wonder does that come up as you know? <laughs> do you, could, you, could you claim disability living allowance for that? Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to give people. Does ideas. it help with the extensions for essays? Hmm. <laughs> Okay, number one this week for the mm. 10 things we didn't know this time last week. 38% of us dress casually for work. Yeah, only well... Th- only 38%. Well, yeah, I, I suppose, you know, some people would say, you know, I'm lucky because I can dress down for work. I can dress up, I can wear what I want. Yeah. I'm on the radio. Um, so nobody's going to see me anyway. But um, sometimes I think, you know, gosh, it really would be quite nice to have a uniform <laughs> because then you don't have to worry about what you're wearing to work that's true and the, then you don't have to spend six months thinking about clothes that would free up six months of my life oh yeah. my goodness that's i'm gonna go on to the boss <laughs> listen marina thank you so much for taking us through the 10 things we didn't know this time last week here in rnib connect radio